millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This morning, bombshell claims William Tyrrell's biological grandmother speaks out as detectives spend the night searching for his remains. The New South Wales Premier delays making a call on his own pandemic powers while protests escalate in Melbourne. Dramatic rescue, a family of four winched to safety after spending almost a week stranded in the desert. And Game Changer, the at-home screening test that could help eliminate cervical cancer. This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. William Tyrrell's biological grandmother has spoken out as police search for the little boy's remains, saying she's glad detectives are turning their attention to a suspect she's had eyes on from the beginning. New South Wales police spent the night at William's now-deceased foster grandmother's home in Kendall, forensically searching the garden using luminol testing to detect any blood. Detectives are now investigating if William fell from a balcony seven years ago and are focusing on one person, his foster mother. Every single option has to be investigated. Every single um, uh, scenario needs to be reviewed uh, and then tested. Police have revealed this morning they seized a car from a home in Sydney last week. That vehicle, a Mazda, is being forensically examined. The flooded Lachlan River in the New South Wales Central West has peaked above 10 metres overnight. Hundreds of residents have been told to leave their homes around Forbes, but some are refusing to evacuate. Authorities believe up to 800 homes and businesses could be impacted by rising water. A proposal to extend emergency pandemic powers in New South Wales has been delayed by the Premier. The state government had been considering a call for laws which allowed broad public health orders to be made to continue until March 2023. Premier Dominic Perrottet has confirmed any decision on extending powers will be delayed until next year. Politicians have spent hours debating a watered-down version of Victoria's proposed pandemic laws. Police have been on high alert as protesters occupy the steps of Parliament House for a third night, rallying against the bill. Some brought a gallows and taunted the Premier. They've vowed to remain outside Parliament until their demands are met. 
Victoria's COVID restrictions could soon be relaxed even further as the state races towards a vaccine milestone. The 90% double-dose target is expected to be reached by Monday, meaning capacity limits will be scrapped and masks only required in high-risk settings. An official announcement is expected as early as tomorrow. The Reserve Bank has predicted a wage increase as Australia begins to move out of the pandemic. Let's go live to political reporter Rob Scott in Canberra. Good morning, Rob. This is good news for workers struggling to make ends meet. It is, Jody, and the Reserve Bank Governor, Dr Phil Lowe, really giving them something to look forward to, forecasting that wages will grow by 2.5% next year and 3% in 2023. A welcome boost for many as the cost of living really just soared during COVID. And despite inflation in the United States now above 6%, the highest it's been in decades, the RBA expects rates to remain contained here in Australia around 2%. Add to that, predictions the unemployment rate will fall to just 4% and things really are looking up after a tough slog. The last time the unemployment rate was lower than this was in the early 1970s. We've created uh, one of the most exceptional economic results in the world when it comes to managing COVID. Dr Lowe is really also optimistic that we could see rock bottom interest rates continue for another two years. That would be nice. Okay, thanks, Rob. A Perth family stranded in the Simpson Desert has been safely rescued. They were airlifted out of the South Australian outback just in time before dangerously high temperatures hit. The solitary Udnadatta airstrip, the Zavros family's first sign of civilization since Friday. Visible relief during their quick rest and recharge while the police chopper refuels after the rescue. Before the final leg of their trip to Coober that began by being winched from the Wajira National Park in the Simpson Desert to safety. Ori Zavros's self-made family camper truck got stuck in the outback on Friday after leaving Burnsville. A desert downpour made the mudflats impassable, leaving them with no choice but to set off a distress beacon. A maritime safety jet dropped a satellite phone and supplies for an expected two-week wait for the ground to dry out. But with 40-degree temperatures forecast later this week, authorities were forced to act and winch them out, leaving their truck behind. An all-terrain holiday that even went in the air. Ben Downey, 7 News. There's fresh hope this morning for people living with Alzheimer's. Researchers in the US and Germany have developed a new vaccine capable of reversing memory loss. The treatment has already proven successful in animals and scientists are now keen to progress to human trials. The debilitating and incurable condition affects almost 500,000 Australians. Australia is on track to eliminate cervical cancer within the decade, becoming the first in the world to offer all women the option to collect their own sample. The groundbreaking test is already available to women over the age of 30 who have never been tested before or to those more than two years overdue. It will become available to everyone from July next year. Google has announced a $1 billion investment in Australia, funding digital infrastructure, a research hub and new partnerships. The first is a multi-million dollar tie-up with the CSIRO to look at clean energy solutions and natural hazard management. It's critical that we here at Google continue to support Australian innovation to make sure that Australians can see the benefits of technology. The initial commitment is for five years. 
It could be the most important lesson your child learns, how to recognise and protect themselves from dangerous people. With children's safety back in the spotlight, one martial arts instructor is teaching kids self-defence in a nationwide program to prepare them for threatening situations. In this class, the louder you yell, the better. Saying no isn't rude and fighting back will get you a pat on the back. It's called COBRA, an abduction prevention course for kids. It's all about learning law enforcement principles and confidence and giving children adrenalised situations so they can actually experience what could happen but in a safe environment. From random attacks to attempted kidnappings to teach Stop. children how to protect themselves. Stop! Stop! Stop. We've got very young kids, we've got slightly older children, but they're all being challenged constantly. Some of them as young as four. As long as you know and it's in the back of your head of what to do at all times, you should be OK. After the kidnapping of Cleo Smith and with the William Tyrrell case back in the spotlight, psychologists say it's important to talk to children about their safety. Each child and adolescent is going to be different and it's really about following your child's lead and providing the level of information that, that they're looking for. We can teach it in a way that makes them go, well, now we've got an avenue where we can discuss it at home. They get um, the right cues, the right things to say, and, um, yeah, I guess I'll learn a lot from it as well. Georgia Terry, 7 News. The seafood spread could look a little fancier this Christmas with the best quality products set to be cheaper and easier to find. But when it comes to red meat as part of the festive feast, well, that is a different story. A delicacy of the sea at record low prices. Lobsters have been flying out. Due to the price drop, more people have been coming in and purchasing lobsters and they can experience the taste. They were caught in the net of China's trade war. We are seeing an abundance of Australian rock lobsters in the market at the moment. That's just due to uh, a little bit of a trade downturn. But it's a different story for lamb and beef ahead of Christmas. The supply of red meat has been very tight for some time. Yeah. Certainly lamb and, uh, and beef, I think, uh, will be uh, stretched. The drought has played the biggest role with farmers still rebuilding cattle numbers, but also COVID restrictions on abattoirs affecting their unvaccinated workers. I would suggest that that price is not going to start to uh, curve downwards uh, in any fashion, probably not until the middle of next year. With pork prices stable, the Christmas ham should still be popular, along with the roast chicken. We've got some beautiful Christmas hams coming consumers' way, our beautiful roast porks. Although fruit and vegetable prices are tipped to jump 4%. Lobster lovers better be quick. The China effect is expected to wane, with prices going back up by Christmas. And there's another spin-off from China's trade sanctions, toasting Christmas. I think you'll get a reasonably good uh, deal on some wine at Christmas time. Chris Maher, 7 News. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones is trading higher this morning. The Nasdaq is also up. In London, the FTSE fell and Germany's DAX gained. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed higher. Hong Kong's Hang Seng was up, but the All Lords finished the day lower, as did the ASX 200. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,857 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 81 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar buying 73.08 US cents, 83.74 Japanese yen and $1.04 New Zealand. 
Israel Folau could be making a career change. There are rumours the controversial rugby player is considering a tilt at politics. The 32-year-old is reportedly weighing up, running for the Senate in Queensland under the banner of billionaire Clive Palmer's political party. Ten people, including a baby, have been winched from rising floodwaters in Washington state after record rainfall across the Pacific Northwest. A mother can be seen cradling the infant in her arms as the US Coast Guard helicopter lifts them out of harm's way. Flooding and mudslides have forced evacuations and hundreds of thousands of people are without power. The father of British Prime Minister Boris Johnson has been accused of touching two women inappropriately. A former Cabinet Minister says Stanley Johnson smacked her on the bottom when he was running for Parliament in 2003, while a senior political journalist claims Mr Johnson groped her at a Conservative Party conference two years ago. The Prime Minister's office has refused to comment on the accusations. The US has denounced Russia for blowing up a satellite, endangering the lives of seven astronauts on board the International Space Station. Let's go live to US correspondent Tim Lester. Good morning, Tim. The Russian missile strike was carried out with no advance warning. Good morning, Jody. In fact, so little warning that uh, NASA here is furious about what they say was an unconscionable action from the, uh, from the Russian authorities. In fact, they speculate that Russia's space agency might not have even been aware that the Russian military were about to do what they did. They have fired for the first time from Russia a land-based missile that has taken out a near 40-year-old Russian satellite. The satellite itself self-disused. The problem is it's created at least 1,500 significant-sized chunks of debris uh, in space that have drifted close to the International Space Station and forced astronauts aboard it to take shelter in um, a spacecraft that could quickly return them to Earth if required. Uh, the fury between NASA and the uh, Russian space agency likely to be expressed directly today because NASA authorities Authorities are currently visiting uh, Russia. Um, this, though, considered uh, by many a, a dangerous step up in um, military capability and potential conflict between the two countries. Jody. Thanks, Tim. Surveillance video has captured two horrific explosions in Uganda. At least three people were killed when three suicide bombers detonated devices in the capital Kampala. At least 33 people were injured. Five are in a critical condition. Ugandan police have described the blasts as a coordinated attack by extremists. The Prince of Wales and the Duchess of Cornwall have arrived in Jordan for their first overseas royal tour since the pandemic began. Prince Charles and Camilla were welcomed with a guard of honour when they arrived in Amman. The couple then headed to the Royal Palace for a formal welcome from the King and Queen of Jordan. The royal couple will spend another day in Jordan before travelling on to Egypt. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. 
quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. To Sport and Cricket Australia will release the squad for this summer's Ashes series later today. Several of Australia's new World Cup winners arrived back home in Melbourne late last night, including the triumphant skipper Aaron Finch. Now all eyes are on the Ashes, with the first test at the Gabba starting on December the 8th, live here on 7. Australia and New Zealand are set for more T20 World Cup history with the nations winning the rights to co-host the 2028 tournament. The United States will host its first ever international tournament with the 2024 T20 World Cup along with the West Indies. The 2027 One Day World Cup will be co-hosted by South Africa, Zimbabwe and Namibia while India and Bangladesh share the 2031 tournament. The Socceroos have missed a golden opportunity to get their World Cup qualification back on track. The Aussies were dominant in the first half against China, taking a 1-0 lead into the break. But the Chinese were much improved in the second, a penalty enough to secure a one-all draw in Sharjah. Yeah, frustrating, uh, always, when you go 1-0 up and then you concede and finish with a draw. It was an important game that we needed three points and uh, very frustrating to go away with just the one. The Socceroos are now third in the group outside of automatic qualification. Nick Kyrgios called for the Australian Open to be cancelled, then backtracked. Speaking on his podcast, the world number 90 said it would be disrespectful to the Melburnians who, enjoyed, who endured 275 days of lockdown. I don't think the Oz Open should go ahead, in my opinion. Just for the people of Melbourne, like, you've got to send a message. But then he went on Instagram to clarify, sort of. I don't think it's morally right to except players from overseas that aren't vaccinated to come into our country. To say that I'd want the Australian Open cancelled, I think that was the sentence that got taken out of context. Kyrgios did agree with Novak Djokovic that vaccines shouldn't be mandated. Still buzzing after breaking through for his maiden supercars win, rookie Will Brown is dreaming of conquering the mountain. With just over three weeks until Bathurst, drivers are honing their preparations. Brown didn't get too carried away after last weekend's big victory. One beer into bed. <laughs> yeah, pumped about it, the whole team's excited, but uh, yeah, hard to celebrate or do anything like that when it's so busy. The last of four rounds at Sydney Motorsport Park is live on seven this weekend. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, a trough in North Queensland will bring a shower or storm. A low over inland WA will trigger isolated showers. Southwesterly winds continue over Tasmania and a high is leading to dry weather elsewhere. 
Around the capitals today, showers in Brisbane heading for 26 degrees. Cloudy in Sydney, a top of 22. Cloudy and 19 in Canberra. Partly cloudy, 20 in Melbourne. Cloudy in Hobart heading for 18 degrees. Adelaide, cloudy and 16. Cloud clearing in Perth, a high of 27. And sunny and 37 degrees in Darwin. And that's 7 Early News for this Wednesday, the 17th of November, 2021.